You're listening to I Feel For You. I'm Dion, human being, space maker, and creative explorer. Yeah, human most of all. And this is episode 64, and I really hope that you and your loved ones are well. I'm sending so much love to you. You are in my thoughts. I thought I would record this podcast, which is also a video, which you can see on my Instagram TV if you're a more audiovisual person. But I thought I would make this um, because earlier this week, I was definitely looking for anchors to support me when I was feeling super overwhelmed and emotional, um, which is obviously very natural in these times that we're living in. And I went to my bookshelf, which is what I love to do on the regular. Many of you know this. Um, We've got the other book club, which is like a very flexible open book club where, yeah, we share stories that we love. But yeah, I go to my to my bookshelf, which I'm going to talk about in this episode, and I look for wisdom from the books that I love. And so I thought that I would offer you this in hope that it lifts you or encourages you or gives you some hope and some love. And yeah, share some notes with you from my bookshelf. So that's what this episode is about. I really hope you enjoy it. Do let me know if you enjoyed this. Um, I will be sharing some quotes and book recommendations and some thoughts of my own which you can take or leave. And yeah, that's kind of it. So let me know what you think. Let me know what you're reading, if you're reading. And let me know your thoughts, because, you know, this podcast is a conversation. Even though we're kind of not in the same room, we kind of are. I feel like we're together in spirit. So with that, let's get into it. All the show notes will be found on my site, dion.space or head to ifeelforyoupodcast.com. I will also link the books for you there, so don't worry if you miss the titles or anything. I've got you, babe. And also a really quick word, because I reference the fact that I went to my bookshelf right before I was teaching a class. I'm doing these live stream events, movement, yoga, explorations, meditation, breathwork, uh, which I really hope are supportive during these times. I'm running three classes a week at the moment. Feel very free to come along. Uh, You can drop in or you can um, join my Patreon where you'll get an unlimited offering there, live stream unlimited. Again, the information will be in the show notes or just head to dion.space forward slash online. I hope to welcome you and support you to feel better. So much love and thanks for listening. Hi. (laughs) Hi, my darlings. Dion here, and I thought I'd do a little bit of reading with you. And this was inspired by my class this morning, Golden Hour. Shout out to those of you who joined me on my Zoom live stream yoga and movement gathering. Um, And before the class, I was for some reason, I don't know, maybe because there's like a global pandemic going on and um, I'm feeling super emotional, but um, for some reason, like 24 hours before the class, I felt extremely um, stressed and scattered, which is quite normal. Um, (laughs) I mean, understandable considering we're going through something, right? Individually, collectively, and you know, it's traumatic and terribly yeah there's so much to say I don't want to bring you down even more if you're down um I hope that 
This offering can be a reminder uh, of how necessary it is for us to be adaptable to um, change. That change is gonna happen regardless. It already is. Change is constant, that's what we know, right? Um, I know that's a bit of a cliche. However, the way I like to think about change is to really explore working with staying open. Oh, does that sound too annoyingly yogury? I didn't mean it to. Whatever yogury even means. You know what I'm talking about though. Um, I'm thinking a lot about how we use change in how we use change as a catalyst for us to remain super flexible but actually even more deeply rooted in our integrity and our dreams our visions our plans our hopes our desires um, which are seemingly contrasting ideas right like how can you dream but also be kind of pragmatic well I kind of think you need both you need that interplay between the expansiveness as well as the rootedness because without rooting you can't expand right is this too like vague I hope that doesn't sound annoying okay let me bring in my first book so I was feeling really scattered and kind of stressed out and you know what most of us are going through like um exhaustion grief all of those kinds of things and um you know worry anxiety basically um I'm thinking you know I'm thinking a lot about change. I like to talk about change. I like to talk about change because I am a futurist. I believe in other ways of being in the world. I believe there are other alternative ways for us to thrive and grow and expand where everybody is invited and encouraged to thrive. Um, yeah, unlike now. So, sorry, okay, but you know what I'm talking about. So my first book, the first book I reached for this morning when I just went to ground, you know when you just kind of have those days and you're just, it's all so scattered. What I do is I go to my bookshelf and I ask a question and then I pull out whatever comes out. And my empress, Ertha, <laughs> she spoke to me, she growled at me, darling and I love this book actually I love Eartha's books if you haven't read Eartha's books I really recommend them so this one's called Rejuvenate it's never too late and it's never too late darling and the page that I opened it to like right before I started the session so this first part is spoken do you consider yourself a rigid person no I replied I'm I know I'm trying to do the accent and I can't <laughs> I can't growl either. Anyway, okay. Very serious now. Do you consider yourself a rigid person? No, I replied. I'm very flexible, but only for my own needs, my own desires. The interviewer seemed bewildered. My words gave me pause as well. Then I realised that I was not talking out of both sides of my mouth. For the idea of my own needs, my own desires is broad, encompassing much. My overwhelming need and desire has been to survive, and this has required me to bend. Imagine yourself at the edge of an ocean as a huge wave approaches. You have a choice. 
You can stand your ground or you can bend, duck or retreat to the beach. The question is, what is the greater need? To defy the wave or to survive it? Say book one. Second book I picked up was The Ever Lovely. Adrienne Marie Brown and Emergent Strategy. How's the lighting? Wonderful book. Love. I love all Adrienne's books, actually. Pleasure Activism is wonderful. Got a lot of joy from that, which I guess was the intention. That was wonderful. But also this too. Yeah, really, really into building communities and thinking of how we... Yeah, how we how we build our futures together. So we need each other, as I speak about a lot, and we are all in this together, although not necessarily experiencing this situation in the same way at all. In fact, all of the systems of oppression that exist are working right now. We can see that, uh, which is devastating. But before I continue on a rant, um, I'd love to bring us back here to Emergent Strategy. Um, oh, this is lovely. I just um, found my Frank Bowling postcard legend. If you're not sure who he is or you do know who he is and you want me to like gush over him for a while, I made a whole podcast episode about um, his recent exhibition in London, which seems so long ago now. Um, Maybe I'll link it for you somewhere, but we'll just go to ifeelforyoupodcast.com and you'll probably see it there. Okay, so I picked this book up as well when I was just looking for some anchoring. So it starts this page with the quote from Albert Camus. The only way to deal with an unfree world is to become so absolutely free that your very existence is an act of rebellion. Yes, that classic, so I needed that. Also... <laughs> Always, always working on freedom, right? Since 1980, you feel me? Anyway, so here's a quote. My vision is changing our how more than seeing clearly our what. I see a how where we are all much more comfortable with change and with our personal power to change conditions. Some people are comfortable believing in heaven in socialism, in someone else's thinking, that's never quite worked for me. I learn experientially. I'm so far only convinced that change is divine and constant. Octavia Butler said, belief initiates and guides action, or it does nothing. In her 12 novels and her short stories, she created case studies that teach how to lead inside of change, shaping change. I've been calling what I learned from her work emergent strategy, based in the science of emergence. It's relational, adaptive, fractal, interdependent, decentralised, transformative. So how do we adapt to these times and connect with change in ways that's meaningful to us? I think change for so many people throws up a lot of resistance and from my time living in Norway and still working well um, very much in Norway in the last 10 years 
it's it's been really interesting um just in a in a sense of like the the way that um, it's the world on a small scale right because it's a really tiny population and a big landmass and um so you, you can kind of start to see patterns a bit more clearly there and it's very interesting um i always found i was like fighting a lot um with the resistance to me trying to be as free as i possibly could um whilst being told you need to do this this is how you should behave and constantly hearing that every single day i live there and still when i go back like um no shade but um, anyway um yeah the point of me sharing that is how how do we stay close to this freedom and um close to this expansive relationship to change as opposed to carrying on the way that we always have and thinking of change as this like archaic notion that that doesn't leave room for flexibility or um yeah or real transformation you know um and obviously that's a lot to do with power structures and um our own personal power but yeah i'm thinking about change so much these days how we can get really friendly with it how we can um really build in uh, the discipline to um to show up each day as we are but with the flexibility to just accept what's there and we can think about this just in terms of the current situation that we're going through where change is happening almost minute by minute and it's quite overwhelming in many ways in which case maybe we need to work on the kind of anchoring side like as opposed to the whole openness so anchoring to um things that help us to feel safe and grounded and um boundaried with where we're spending our time and energy i.e. whether certain news feeds are helpful or beneficial are they informative are they are they enabling us to grow or do we find that there's a pattern of maybe sorrow in and inability to take um action or feel better you know um it's not a whole 100% either or anyway this is just ideas um also we might apply ideas about change to how we think about showing up in our bodies every day i don't know about you but for sure every day is different different times of the day are different you know like i'm aging and i'm very very thankful and blessed to be aging truly grateful and um with that comes you know <laughs> stuff that's different and stuff that's incredible because it's different but also stuff that feels like hold on what <laughs> don't know how to how to deal with that like how do i contort <laughs> to work with this thing how can i be flexible with it as opposed to immediately resisting the thing you know what i'm talking about we can apply change to relationships and you know at the moment where if we're privileged enough to be social distancing maybe we're distant from friends or um acquaintances and using tech to communicate 
doesn't always work so smoothly. It's an incredible tool and marvellous, I think, but sometimes there might be, you know, ways that we're communicating that isn't so, yeah, maybe it, it's confusing or something, or, you know, the wires are crossed quite literally, and that can happen in real life, like face-to-face, of course, right? Um, but how do we work with that? There's all kinds of things we can all kinds of approaches we can take to thinking about change like the seasons like outside of the window what is going on um for me it's this the blooms the buds on the trees the trees are they've got like this halo of green around them and they're just about to burst into full bloom and spring is truly yeah here and the sun shines and i'm feeling like I wish I had a garden and a little bit of outside space even just to sit on a step and take in the sun but at the same time I'm so grateful to even have a roof to be contained in you know I'm going on a tangent but I think you get the gist so change how do we stay flexible how do we stay open (laughs) to the wisdom from our peers and our elders and those wonderful people in the world that are offering up brilliant ideas for us to chew over and contemplate how do we also stay close to that voice inside and take time to process what's going on at this time are we putting our thoughts down somewhere are we documenting Maybe we're too tired to document. Maybe we just, like, voice note. Even that takes energy. But, you know, finding ways to to put stuff down, I think, is helpful as an anchor so that when we move forward with the revolution and this new future that we're building together, we can look back to those notes and see how far we've come and hopefully embrace this tremendous but often uncomfortable (laughs) process that is change. I hope there was something here for you. I will make a note of the books in case you miss them in between me harping on. But yeah, thanks to Arthur and Adrienne for showing up for me this morning when I needed, yeah, when I needed that, that anchor. So take care of yourselves. I'm sending you so much love.